Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another exciting episode of the Upland Property Experts. I am too stupid to win, and I'm, as always, joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing tonight? What's up, Uplanders? Yeah. Do, well, if you followed me at all this week, you know I'm having a pretty good week. Oh, yeah. We'll get all over your pretty good week. <laughs> a lot of exciting news. <laughs> we do have an exciting show in store for everybody today. Uh, we have Dizzy as our special guest, and not only will we interview him, but he'll join us for the whole show. We'll go ahead and talk about the contest that was and all the exciting stuff that came out of that. And we'll break that down for everybody, and also we'll give everybody our thoughts on Hello NYC, Operation Hello NYC, which drops Friday about the same time you'll be listening to this recording. And we do have a contest to announce later on in this podcast. Uh, Once again, all thoughts and opinions of the Upex podcast is mine and Thank Me Laters. These are just our thoughts and opinions. We are not employed by Upland and upland well they sort of endorse us because we're ucn but either way thoughts and opinions are ours and we have no further insights to the game that give us any unfair advantages if somebody is finding us on spotify or itunes or google podcast thank me later what is upland and why should they get involved what is that's a very philosophical question i feel like uh (laughs) but it, it boils down to um it is uh, property trading game, buy, sell, trade, um, in-game properties at its heart. Um, that's its origins, but it's quickly growing into so much more than that. Um, in the NFT space, hopefully, if you're not familiar with NFTs, go check it out. All these properties are NFTs. All the things going to be built on these properties will be NFTs. It's going to link worlds like if you're familiar with things like CryptoKitties or collectibles like garbage pail kids or the upcoming blockchain heroes all of that is going to hopefully be centered around uh, upland as a platform buy sell trade in game with uh, property development and stuff like that but as of right now again the main focus is land uh, properties buy sell trade and huge community lots of really cool stuff um, going on with the community as well so it's a pretty exciting place to be right now yeah Very exciting. Hopefully you check it out. Usually in our podcast description, there is a link that you sign up and you get 50% off of your first purchase of Upex. So go ahead. You get 50% bonus. You get 50% bonus. There you go. Bonus. Sorry. You get a 50% bonus. So if you put $100 in, you get $150 worth of Upex. Yeah. And that's really important. So I just got to say, because most games, so if you come from a crypto background, I apologize As, as a gamer, we are used to going into a game and when you buy, because UpX is the in-game currency. It's not a crypto, it's nothing, it's not a coin or anything. It's just the in-game currency. Most of the times you're used to like, oh, I buy a $5 pack, I get X amount. I buy a $100 pack, I get, you know, 2X. It's not, it's a, it's a static, a thousand UpX costs $1. And they have never, that I've been in, run any sort of like promos. Like usually you're like, okay, I'll wait till they give me my, you know, double sale or whatever. That doesn't happen. So the only chance to get bonus upex is using a referral code and doing something like this. So it's the best deal. Like, honestly, if they didn't have it when I started and it's, it's kind of a bummer cause I would have definitely used it. Um, so do yourself a favor, use the referral link, get 50% off 50% bonus on your first upex purchase. So if you buy 
a hundred thousand up X, you'll get 150,000 up X. Um, and that's a huge boost. So huge boost. And anyway, they didn't have yeah. it when I started, but a uh, noise to got his son, kiss green brother involved. And, uh, they made it, they made a nice little purchases with it, with their bonus there off of that. Uh, well, that's not fair. They bought 10 million on their first bid <laughs> and that was a 5 million bonus. You, you can do it. You can go online and you can use, you drop a Bitcoin if you want. Um, by all means. Um, yeah. yeah. Hit us up if you do that. Cause we'll get you on the show. Cause I want to interview you. <laughs> you will definitely get on the show if you do something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Garrett, buy your way onto the show, use the referral link and make a $10,000 purchase to start with. And we will invite you onto the show 100%. And don't forget if you are listening to this podcast and you haven't rated us, go ahead and rate us, go ahead and write a quick review so we can move up and expose more people to this wonderful game that we do enjoy. Uh, this week, we are having a little uh, difficulty with our numbers. Our numbers man is uh, out of town, so he wasn't able to facilitate those numbers for us. So we won't tell you who's the uh, has the most properties, TML, of course. But we won't talk about anybody climbing, <laughs> the, <laughs> climbing the ranks. <laughs> yeah, this is a spoiler. It's still me. <laughs> and we won't be able to give you the official who is the richest man in Upland. Is it Jeff Bezos, Noise to meet you, or Mr. Bill Gates, uh, Dizzy Disky? So we, we don't have that information right at hand. Uh, but our insights from our podcast, uh, some interesting things going on on the last two weeks. The United Kingdom's creeping up on Germany for that number two listing spot for countries. You better watch out, Germany. Tell your friends about it. Here comes the United Kingdom. Hong Kong has made the biggest gain. They jumped up from not even on the board up to number four. Uh, Australia still holding strong in the top five. Our Costa Rican friends, they're all over us. I figured someone would reach out to me about a real estate deal on the West Coast, on the Pacific side of Costa Rica. Very interested. Hit me up. Uh, Singapore comes in along with India, Spain, France, UAE, Slovenia, Japan. And oh, I should have... Brought the screen down just a little more. Um, and then... Uh, every time. Every time. <laughs> I, got, I got multiple screens up. It's a ch- I, We need to hire a producer. <laughs> yeah. So we were running a professional organization here. I try my best. I try my best and I'm on limited sleep. Give me a break. Sure. Yeah. But other than that, yes. We do appreciate you guys listening and checking us out every week and uh, the engagement we get from you guys. So we do thank you for that. And then with all that said, that is our update on the numbers. Uh, If you did not see in Discord right now, it's about 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And about 45 minutes ago, Iden did post that we're at 36.9% of minted properties. So we're getting close to that 40%. And uh, we'll talk about that more in Operation New York when we talk about the countdown that we'll activate. And with that, let's uh, bring on our guest. Uh, At one time, he was the second richest man in Upland, and then he was the richest man in Upland, and this week it's up for the debate. He didn't get any input, and his nickname being the Bill Gates of Upland, that was uh, given to him by, I think, thank (laughs) me later, myself and Noyce. So... (laughs) With that, uh, we welcome uh, Dizzy to the podcast. How you doing, Dizzy? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me tonight. Wait, so how do you feel about the nickname Bill Gates of Upland? Do, do you want another, <laughs> would you prefer another billionaire nickname? Yeah, Bill Gates is pretty good. Uh, 
I know Jeff Bezos was up there. I heard that podcast you guys did back in the day. And, you know, if he wants to run with Jeff Bezos, that's good with me. Bill Gates will work. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Good deal. We don't want to offend any of the, the, the mega entrepreneurs in the, in the team. <laughs> so how did you discover Upland? That's, that's the basic question. How did you get into it? As I'm like snooping around here to see where Noyce is at. Yeah, Noyce is at 45.3 million or billion. I'm sorry. No, million. And I'm at a measly 41.5. So he, uh, he took a good size of jump this week. Pulled- yeah, Upland. Um, so I was uh, kind of by way of background, I got involved in the crypto industry in about 2017, um, involved in doing some technical research, came to a leader in the Minneapolis area, and he's like, hey, how about Bitcoin? Found out more about miners. Then took some eBay experience and kind of got into the used mining equipment industry, which then led me to uh, something called World CryptoCon or Blockchain Week, uh, which was at the end of October in 2019 uh, out in Las Vegas. And there were about three different, um, what do you call them, ballrooms, whatever, that people were set up at or presenting at. And outside one of them was this little stand for Upland. Um, and there was multiple stands, people selling watches, people selling, you know, the latest this or that, the other thing. Um, but they had llamas. And that's what got me. And <laughs> as I told TML, as sad as it is, I love the game now. I don't know if I would have stopped by the stand if it was horses or if it would have been like crocodiles or something like that or turtles. No offense. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Just, or flaming poos. But uh, it was, yeah, I mean, it's like understandable. It's out in Vegas, you know, and coming home with the kiddos or, you know, the way if you wanted to kind of get something. And um, I was like, yeah, it's kind of a, a quick thing. So I talked to them a little bit more. They had a wheel out there you could spin to get – different things. And at that time, the bonus was if you signed up, I think you got like a 5,000 UPEX bonus. Um, but I didn't sign up in time. I think it was in just like November, even December that I finally, uh, that I finally got in. Um, but yeah, that's where I found Upland was out in Vegas. Um, they had a couple of people out there manning the stand. I saw Dirk, um, present out there. Didn't talk to him or anything at that point, but, um, yeah, that's where I got interested in the project. So do you have a, so cool. Do you have a founder's icon over you now? Did you sign up in time I'm to get that? I'm actually in, it, in Upland trying to find an explorer. I've got, so I'm the bulldog. I'm hanging out. Uh, Where are you at? Just north of Golden Gate Park. It's a kind of uh, outer Richmond area. Um, and yeah, the French bulldogs, and everybody's kind of got their story. And now it, picking that icon was actually really tough. It's like, Oh, what do I want to do? And I originally had asked him like, could I do miles? And I was like, no, nah, that's not going to fly. Okay. Could I do Kobe's Jersey? And I think it was kind of like, ah, eh, some people might kind of take that a different way or not be on, on, on par with that. I was like, okay, I can respect that. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of French bulldog things around the house and additional llamas. So I figured out, oh, we'll, we'll throw that one up there. So my, we've got a French at home named Ginger. She looks a lot like that sans the, uh, spectacles, but, um yeah that's the uh that's the icon i've got floating around or the block explorer i should say floating around out there yes and he does he does have the crown so jealous. Oh, that's what that is I, I didn't even know what that was i i just laughed because for some people it like lined up perfectly on their uh block explorer like it was a crown so very cool <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's a new new icon decoration um and the crown means that you started before december 9th of 2019 oh okay yeah, jealous. So, I missed it by 26 like, yeah. days. That's kind of a nice segue. Do you want to tell us about the other uh, icons that are out there? 
<laughs> well, I mean, the other, I mean, so broadcast so we mentioned at the top of the show, um, we are essentially we're verified. I think I equate UCN to just saying, if you're watching UCN content, um, that means that the quality of content has been vetted by Upland. Uh, they, you know, these are people that have been putting out Upland content pretty consistently. There are standards we have to meet, et cetera. It's, it's the equivalent of like the verified stamp on Twitter. Like this is content that it's like, Hey, it, it's not necessarily approved. We don't run all of our content through the Upland team. Uh, but obviously if you do something like if, if you, um, you know, do something negative, then you could definitely lose your status. So, um, but it's, it's not sponsored um, directly or anything like they don't feed us information to post or anything either. So, and then we'll get into the special uh, badges that, that fall off to the event that uh, Thank Me Later has, too. So The Mile High Badge. Yep. <laughs> the Mile, the mile High, high Badge. badge. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There may be a collaboration of some of the top um, Upland artists, and not just the U, the UFA ones, that may be putting together one of the gnarliest um, questionable uh pieces of nft art uh coming out uh miles high club um i don't know i'm just saying that might be in the works um so stay tuned for that <laughs> and you you did bring a llama to your wife's birthday party didn't you uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah as i shared a little bit on the discord um again we love the llamas we've got my wife, my wife runs a blog, so feel free to check her out. Too much character blog on Instagram or www.toomuchcharacter.com. Here's my quick little uh, pitch. But yeah, um, on the old final sorts of llama things, apaca things. Um, but for the birthday this year was her 40th, and again with COVID and what we can and can't do there, um, things were limited. So originally they were going to do like a little, I think, girls' weekend, maybe get some wine somewhere. Um, that failed. So then lo and behold, her sister who lives about uh, two hours south of here and some local friends arranged for, I think we had about five or six llamas in our front yard. So we had everybody do the drive by little birthday party, say hi, get some cake. Uh, you know, especially the kids were able to get out, kind of play, not play with them, but I guess pet the llamas and, and say hi. But yeah, again, you look back on life. That's, that's one of those experiences I will never quite forget. It was (laughs) pretty interesting. The picture looked awesome. Yeah, thank That's you. Awesome. So wait, is that so? Is that ginger on the header of too much character? It like sun uh, and sand. Oh, look at that! You're, you're hitting it up. Uh, it, oh yeah, come on. Now. I, I kind of hit her up on that. It's it's not um, our our dog <laughs> don't look a lot like that. But if you look into the photos, there's plenty of ginger uh, throughout there. Okay. So, but yeah, it's yeah, close. really cool site. Thank you. Yeah, so make sure you, everybody goes and checks that out and uh, provide some feedback on that. Uh, one of the big things, really, when you started to really come on the scene was your... Wait, did you buy the largest airport in Terminal 3 first, or did you win the JFK event first? Which one came first? Oh, yeah. You think, you know, I think I should know something like that, but <clears throat> I think I bought the Terminal first. I think it was a little bit of FOMO yeah. going on. Um, and, and that's kind of the evolution of Upland, I think, for a lot of us and for, you know, the first time listeners or, you know, people getting new and we'll be in the chat. And it, what's kind of cool about Upland is we'll talk to someone who's put in their first 20 bucks or their first, you know, 200 bucks, whatever it might be. 
And that's kind of honestly how I started out. I think even the first 20 or 50 I put in, I'm like, this is, what am I doing? This is crazy. And then it just kind of evolved. I mean, everybody we laughed because we've done it. And uh, yeah. it just kind of evolved. It kind of evolved in that airport. Um, that was one where, yeah, I'd, I remember it was at church. I was sitting there. They went live. My wife was like, give me the evil eye. Like, you shouldn't be doing that right now. And they started filling <laughs> Wait, up, wait, wait, like, wait. You bought the airport while you were sitting in church? No, no. I watched uh, the initial launch. That one's <laughs> that one sat there for a while. And I think yeah. it was, was one of those days where either um, – uh, I'm kind of like noise. So again, I, I do a lot of investment stuff and the reason I'm able to kind of get into upland maybe more than I would normally is because I've had some luck on the crypto side. Um, so I'm, I guess I'm kind of looking at it as reinvesting in the in industry per se. Um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, it was one of those things where maybe had a good week or two. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, just going to do it. Um, I finally got the airport. So, but yeah, the whole, uh, the JFK event. Um, yeah, that was, that was wild. I'm sure all of us were involved uh, and, you know, kudos to Upland for putting that together the way they did. Um, Cause I think yeah, TML, I think you and I chatted a little bit or texted a couple times, but you've got a ton of properties. I had maybe like, I don't know, 80 or 90 and I could float around. Um, and I, I remember saying to myself, I don't want to be the one to say, you know, I'm, I'm ungrateful because I hit that tier five property and you know, I was able to complete the collection. So that was awesome. But I've got terrible luck finding those darn eggs and the darn bats and the darn star Wars. And I can float to 200 properties or I could, you know, roam the, you know, uh, blocks and blocks that haven't been minted or those that have been, depending on what you're looking for. And I can't find a damn thing. Um, so I'm, I was really surprised to have found that one. I just remember kind of sitting there and I think I was actually looking up the next spot to kind of fly to and there it yeah. popped up on my screen and I just about crapped my pants. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I rolled through earlier, and I'm like, okay, it's not this one, and I just I didn't have the patience. I was like, I gotta find it because because you had guys like Hodler, and you guys had like Kent was up there. Kent was up there. You had some guys that are really good at this. So I I I was I got to move to the next property, and I was just here, there, and everywhere. I had a list that I was just hitting, and I didn't have the patience. So yep, that was one of those things where actually I had to kind of go back to kind of relive what happened that week. Um, as far as when did I get the properties and, um, it was funny cause I kind of made a, an oopsie as well too on, on day one, I think I only found like three or four eggs, maybe only two or three. Um, but day two and they all went live where you basically could buy any of the properties that were not claimed. I thought the goal was to buy and hold those properties and never had the most properties to be the winner. So I bought 39 tier one properties on day two. um, and then have you still that. got those? Yeah. <laughs> so actually, they've been selling kind of randomly to a lot of new Uplanders. I think they see the additional logo. Um, and yeah. that's, you know, all else equal. So I have them priced at, I think, basically my cost plus the 5% fee. And I maybe rounded up like 10 or 20 up. So basically, it's at cost. Oh, my um, God. Are I got to go serious? find these. I got to go find these. Yeah, like, I'm going to go buy all of those. I sell them for 15K all day long. Like, I think most, most of them are about 15K, but. Oh, okay, still, I'd yeah. sell them for thirty. There you go. I mean, yeah, I, I I tried to find them now. I'm trying to get them off the market because I'm not selling them below yeah thirty now. I got the list yeah, up 50. here. All right. <laughs> I hate yeah, you. Put them up. Put it up, and, and they'll sell out because I'll go buy some. I, at least at least save one for me. Don't tell TML all of them because if I start doing too much on the game, <laughs> it crashes the whole podcast. It crashes everything that we're using. So I don't want to yeah, ruin on. that for greed. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I will drop this call to go buy some property. <laughs> <laughs> twitch, twitch, twitch. No, but I mean, the whole thing with, you know, uh, the Thanksgiving, uh, the Easter parade and trying to find the properties and the clues. And I think we all in our mind had where the ultimate path was and still couldn't yeah. find those darn eggs. Um, but yet some people were like, oh, I accidentally flew over there and found, you know, three of them. And if I remember right, I think Holder or Hodler had a 22, 25 eggs, something at the very end. But in any case, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's where a lot of this kind of kicked off was, um, you know, picked up the one on day one, day two, day three, uh, day four, could not find any, was getting frustrated, basically kind of gave up. And then day five found it. And then I think TML even hit me up like, you found it, didn't you? And I didn't respond. I was like, oh crap. I, yeah. I thought he, I thought you might play hardball and go buy all the, the tier fours and then have to negotiate. And I'm just like, I got to find the oh, tier four that quick. Because I knew where that. <laughs> Is that why you didn't respond to me? Yeah, I was yeah, literally like watching that property and then I see it get minted. And I, like, I don't feel like your explorer was even near there. I was like, did you just buy that on a whim? Like, anyway. And then I, I was like, I hit him up. I'm like, because I already had all four. I was waiting. I was like one of the ones in the five. I, and then like, ghosted me. I was like, I was hurt. I, I think, <laughs> oh, but that I, makes sense. That makes sense if you're like, I'm not talking to him because he's going to go buy all the fours and then try and. That's fair, actually. I didn't think about it like that. And I couldn't find it. And then, I, you know, the one I did find was 700k. But again, it was one of those things that in the bigger scheme of the of the game. Um, hey, that's how you can get. You know, you got to play to win, and that was kind of how it was going to yeah. go. And I knew longer term that was going to be fine anyway. Uh, if I was just kind of the occasional player, I probably wouldn't have done something like that. I would have passed it on. But again, I'm a, I'm a long-term guy and I uh, was happy to do that. And, and even knowing the proceeds are going to go help uh, the COVID. Well, no, was that, no, that wasn't COVID, was it? That was the COVID no. one. No. Oh. The Easter egg. Uh, the day I, four. I think it was yeah, after. Yeah, the day four. Day four was. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just knowing that was kind of a nice, uh, nice little bonus. Too. Yeah, that's true too. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, I think Dizzy had my same strategy. If I found number five, I knew where number four was. So I wasn't going to say anything about finding tier five, go by the number <laughs> four, then mint the number five, and then say, hey, I found it. So I think he, he worked the same method that I yeah. did. You guys, I didn't feel, I didn't feel bad, so... TML. I'm like, oh, he's such a like, nice guy I and I'm kind of a ghost. <laughs> the funny thing was, like, I legitimately was going to be like, hey – I know you don't have a tier four. Like I'll give you my tier four. Like that was actually what I was like, I'll give you my tier four. Like you don't need to, but then you're like, I bought him. Fuck it. I bought it. <laughs> okay. Like That's literally the mindset tier... I had. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like the tier four, like I'll trade it to you and then you can trade it back to me after the event. Like it's not a big deal. Like don't go drop a bunch of money, but, but it's you. So I was like, all right, well it's all good. It's also, found- yeah, well, so even as we found these latest contests, it is a lot of strategy. You know, how many do I have to hold to be in the top twenty-five for that miles card? Um, as you guys talked about in right. the last podcast, and whether you're chasing five uh, Easter eggs or you know holding a certain number of properties, it's that's what kind of makes the game a lot of fun and cha- and, and difficult at the same time. And, and you so always have people. Also, that, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You also have people that figure stuff out. Like trying to hit me up, he said you need forty-two properties. Forty-two properties guarantees you a super miles card. <laughs> you got people that figure this stuff out. Why the contest is going on, of where you need to be, and they, there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of game theory going on. There's there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that you're just like, wow, for a virtual property trading game. Yeah, I I did back into a number, but then I thought, well, there's kind of multiple numbers. There's a number of those that had just gotten minted, but then there's probably people that have been hold, holding those properties for 
months and months that either, yeah, you couldn't get a hold of them or they wouldn't reply or whatever it might be. But I did a little bit of that mm-hmm. math too, to be like, if you know, the 30th through 20 or maybe the 40th through 25th spots decided to sell to somebody above me, you know, how many would it take to knock it down? But it sounds like China got the math. Uh, I'll calculate it out. Yeah, no, that was intense. But I would, I would like to go on the record about something that I get all of the time. That is more than a little frustrating. <laughs> the number of properties does not equate to you necessarily being good at any of these find a thing things because I found like two Easter eggs. I found like one starship thing. And I mean, I'm an active player in all these because the thing you got to remember is at a certain point, like if you have a hundred properties, jumping to a hundred properties takes a significant amount of time. And when you have a thousand plus properties going through and trying to remember where you already were, it, it ends up actually being counterproductive. So people who think that's a massive advantage, myth, like huge myth. It is not an advantage. You are actually way better off having a couple and doing the smart thing and just going to one and then floating through abandoned space. If it's like the find like eggs or anything like that, way more success doing it that way versus trying to jump. Because the thing is people don't understand when you're trying to do those find a things, and this is something I, I probably need to do a little bit more on is your explorer's radius. So when you jump to your own property, you land in the middle. 90% of the radius of your explorer is on your own property. And spoiler, if you're greedy like me, you probably bought most of your neighbors as well. So when I land, I'm hardly ever next to another. Like you have to like, do some stuff. So I've bought like smaller properties in the middle of abandoned areas for it. But even then you, I don't remember where they are when it actually comes time for a contest. So anyway, that's a myth. There's a, <laughs> there's a diminishing returns on a number of properties. It does not make you wildly have an advantage on these hunts, especially like riddles. Like which when's, when's the competition thing coming up? Cause I do have some words on that, but I'll hold it for that segment. All right. Um, but a lot of things that have happened in the game, you've changed the game, Dizzy. I mean, you had the you had the biggest yeah. property you bought, then you won the JFK event for the first property there, and then you come out in Genesis week and buy the $3,000 Genesis ring, the only one of its kind. Super yeah. cool. That, that was a... <laughs> I gotta be careful. I'm on the record here, so I gotta be careful. <laughs> it was a, it was a good but frustrating twenty, not even it was eight hour period. So that was one where, um, as I told you guys, unfortunately, I'm not spending as much time in the server as I'd like to be. I I work till you know midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock, a lot of morning or a lot of nights. Have kids, have a couple side gigs, and that was one. I think I went to bed around one or two, and that was the night um, I finally broke down. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have to get to the curators. Um, I talked to China about it like a month or two ago and or prior to that. And he did talk some sense into me. And I, again, I say that very friendly or very nicely. Um, he's like, dude, that's a lot of money. And it, and it is, and it was. And again, I keep thinking longer term, like I'm going to be in Upland for a long time and it'll pay for itself through the UpX earn and there'll be a different events, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I literally, yeah, pulled the trigger and be like, okay, this is it put in the money, just shook my head and did it. And then literally I was getting ready for work that morning and said, Oh yeah, if you spend 
3K on uh, some Upix. We'll get you out of the ring. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I, I bit this bullet last night. All the days that this has been live, I finally bit the bullet, and I was off by like five hours. So um, that was another guy in a just effort moment, and actually got all three rings. Um, I don't, nice. I don't, I, I hold them. I don't know if they're going to be NFTs at some point or not. Um, but again, it was kind of as, as you talked about TML with like having the first of something again with the Genesis week, and I didn't participate mm-hmm. in the uh, Genesis block games uh, or any of the hunts or anything like that. So I figured that was my way. I knew I'd be spending that eventually on other property builds or, or whatever it might be. Um, so might as well just get her, get her done at that point in time. But yeah, it was, uh, I think I'd reached out to, um, uh, to Laz, but you guys think, you know, can anything be done? And, and even as soon as I did, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I want to ask that. Cause that's not, that's not how this game operates. As you talked about earlier on TML, like, no, you can spend 50 K or, five bucks on up like say that they're not going to give you any kind of deals or bonuses or anything like that so yeah i'll play by the rules and, and as we've talked about tnl in this last one too and I'll, with this minting challenge that's coming up you you and i collectively in the last 24 hours are probably bought about 200 <laughs> properties and that's it doesn't count <laughs> yeah. worth crap for this thing but um and for you i know it's you know two percent add your portfolio for me it was about a 40 percent ad so <laughs> whatever reason i decided to go i think i did 37 on the university mound and then I caught one property in, um, in Parkside that caught my eye, so I decided just to go right down the entire street, and I bought 46 properties uh, around Pine Lake Park there. <laughs> For whatever reason, I, I don't know. I like the looks of the homes, I guess. All right. One had, like, an old Park. man. One had, like, an old man out front. I did, did avoid that one. It was, like, 420 on the south side of the lake. He looked a little scary. Like, he might come after me if I actually bought his property. So mm, I might go buy his property. <laughs> you. Nice. So speaking of all these properties, what are your thoughts on property development? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, really looking forward to it as, you know, a lot of people are. I think it's one of those things where there's, at least from what I know, there's a lot of unknowns right now as far as quantity, the availability, mm-hmm. the time to build, are there going to be speed ups? Um, so kind of that suspense. And then, I think my fear is that again, I'm as much as I'd like to be more active. I'm not. So am I going to miss out on like, you know, the first dozen uh, permits are going to be issued and then how long do I have to wait or whatever it might be. Um, but that's part of the game too. And it gives everybody a fair chance to, to kind of get in and, and get involved. So that's, that's good. Um, but on the bill, yeah, I'd be kind of curious to see, I know there's me zoning. I know um, as you guys have shared the, to start, at least the build is going to start in the middle of your property. So the, the shape of your property might make a difference. Um, but I'm kind of wondering how much we're gonna have to kind of quote unquote, follow the rules of the real world. Like, so yesterday I decided to, I hit up TML and I was like, all right, I want some properties, some bigger ones. Um, I always feel like I'm the, the ugly duckling way down the list as far as up size. I've never been a big up to kind of guy. So I went out, I went to the, I like big props and I cannot lie post and picked up, uh, Archbishop Aurorian high school, which is one, 175 Frida call away, which was, Uh, about the bus station at 2500 Mariposa, a couple Illinois street ones, <laughs> and then Sunset Elementary out in uh, um, in Sunset, which uh, Two Stupids got the one, you got the high, not the high school, the middle school, I think, right to the east of it. Yeah. Um, and then the high school, the prep school is not released yet. So, um, but anyway, I decided to, to go that route. Um, yeah. Well, dang, stuff. now I'm really sad that we don't have the numbers. We got to check that out. I you would be a big mover then. Yeah, that would have been I'm a sure big you jumped mover. Up the list. I try. I try. 
That would have been a true. You don't do anything tiny, so. (laughs) No, you're just, I mean, he's just game changer. I mean, I'll even scrap Bill Gates and just call him game changer. Game changer? Wait, wait. Oh, no, you're a basketball fan now, right? So who's a game changer? Like, who would you say changed the game for basketball? Oh, man. That's a great question. Put you on on the spot. (laughs) Well, I know... uh, like Giannis Antetokounmpo is a big, big kind of game. He's not really a game changer. He's just just a freak. They call him the Greek freak, as you know, a lot of people who follow basketball know. Um, just the way he plays the game is pretty insane. But um, I mean, you got to go back to Jordan. You know, he was kind of a game changer, I guess. But I, I'm not going to go that level. Just like uh, ESP, ESPN just you know did that series. I'm not going to go that route. Uh, <laughs> I'm more like Harold Miner, who was like the baby Jordan of the '90s that completely flopped. But Ooh. anyway. <laughs> Wow, there, there's a throwback right there. Harold yeah. Miner, baby Jordan. Wow. Baby Jordan. But that was funny when Jordan did say that the NBA changed the rules to stop me. And he said this to LeBron. He goes, and the NBA changed the rules to help you. So, oh, I, <laughs> I always wow. love that dig from Jordan to LeBron. <laughs> nice, nice. So, so you won't peg yourself. So you'll just be the Greek, the Greek freak of Upland. The, the Polish freak. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Polish, see. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put a pin in that one. We, we got to get the creative juices. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. since you are joining us for the whole episode, some of these other questions we'll get to as we discuss it throughout the podcast. But if you ran the development of Upland for the day and you ruled Upland, what would you do to the game? Boy, oh boy, that's that's the one question I've heard on on your previous podcast that I did not prep for, um, and I and I probably should have. Uh, I guess if anything it could be a compliment to the crew that they're they're, they're you know they're doing a great job. Um, the communication's been going well. The servers been running pretty well. Uh, I know for a while, like if you did you know did the spawning thing, there was kind of a lag as far as you trying to chase down your own uh, you know whopping two hundred and thirty reward or two sixty reward, whatever it might be. <laughs> But if I had to change it for a day, um, boy, oh boy, I or do something for a day. I think again, it'd just be kind of cool to to kind of sit in the office and and find a little bit more about the people and the story behind them. Uh, you can go on the web their web page, uh, upland.me or or upland play play upland or whatever it might be. Um, and they you know they got not a whole lot of information. So yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool just to if I ran upland for a day. Uh, again, granted, I probably already know these folks because they're on my team and they're my developers and everything, but um, it's kind of the outsider. It would be be kind of cool to find a little bit more about them. I think that would be a great contest. Dirk, Iden, Laz, if you're listening, this is a contest. Fly us to Upland headquarters for a day and meet the team. I love it. That'd well, awesome. even just join the team huddle, right? Join the morning huddle. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or, or let us join or a Zoom whatever. meeting or a development meeting. That would be fun. People yeah. participate. Yeah. yeah, development meeting. Yeah, just tell us what's happening. We're going to tell you what we think. No, I think I think in one of the old AMAs I had mentioned, I think it would be kind of cool to, to build out some kind of sports ticketing uh, opportunity. So there's, you know, Pac Bell or whatever whatever the name of the stadium is out there now. And they got Oracle mm-hmm. um, just being able to sell tickets to games. And it's not like that might come down the road. Um so I know we're going to have the, probably the movie theaters. We're going to have arcades, the cafes. Um, yeah, I think the sporting events be kind of a cool, cool draw. And I think eventually they might say, uh, um, I think 
I was talking to Dirk and he mentioned, you know, there, there could be some soccer teams or something that might have some ties. Um, yeah. You know, could you, you know, broadcast games or do some kind of promotion there? Again, I'm sure they've already looked at a lot of these things. They're figuring it out. And I'm sure New York is just going to expand the opportunity to those kind of partnerships even more. Yeah. Well, there is an unofficial movie house. Left house runs a movie house. And if you visit his property, he gives you a ticket like an actual like link to one of his movies each week. He changes it. It's super cool. Oh, did not know that. So, yeah. Shout out to left house running uh, the first like bootleg movie house. You come, you get a, <laughs> get a little ticket. He slides it under the door. You go yeah, pretty cool movies actually. So yeah, that's uh, we meant to watch that when we were in the hospital watching the, the, his latest movie. And we just talked about it tonight at dinner that we need to watch it. It's just kind of hard with our current chaos, but yeah. Pretty cool, his Clay, his Clay Street Theater. Yeah. Yeah, lots of cool stuff. I did leave some numbers out earlier. I forgot. We always, I did have, it mm. just threw me for the loop not having MG's numbers, but we did go to um, DAP Radar, and for the 24 hours, Upland still sitting number three at 1.9K players. For the seven-day, we're sitting at number two at 5.4K players. Of course, Splinterland is number one on both of those. And they did add a new stat, the 30-day. And at the 30-day, Splinterland's at 9.7K, and they're down 5.37%. And Upland is the number two game over the last 30 days at 9.2K active users, uh, daily users, and that's uh, plus 26.16%. So on the 30-day average, Upland's number two. So doing pretty well. That's good. Is that like some kind of daily activity? Is that how they record that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, which is interesting because that means in order for them to track it, it's not just logging in. They It would be like unique transactions, like presumably on the chain. So that means that 9,000 unique transactions. Is that how that works? Or users that did a transaction, yeah. Users that did yeah, a transaction. 9, yeah, 9,000 users that did a transaction. So, like, it's not like you just came in. Now, does collecting UPEX count as a, an action on the chain? I would believe so, because you're making a so. transfer. Make, okay. Because, like, there's no way. There's been 9,000, like, trades and or whatever. Well, there's probably actually been more than that, right? Yeah. 9,000 unique. I think yeah. if you, you know, even send yourself to a property that's not yours and you got to pay epics, that's, you know, it's recorded on the chain or like I said, record, uh, collecting your daily epics. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know what yeah. goes into the 30 day, but Splinterland is on hive. Uh, so, but Upland is the number one EOS game out there right now. Nice. Nice. Noise. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so. So that runs us into the event, uh, the event that was just held last Friday. Um, we did kind of touch that on uh, the Upland Action News. I was a guest on there this week, so we did talk about that a little bit. But TML, you were the big winner of that. Why don't you run down the get us kicked off on what this event was and give <laughs> us a give us an overall overview of it. Yeah, so super cool. I mean, we talked about it um, a little bit about the pros and cons before the event. So. If you listen to our last podcast, this was before the event and we had our apprehensions, the, the load lead time, things like that, um, which uh, certainly affected, I think, some of the participation. The concept, personally, I like the buy-in concept. It was obvious that it wasn't 
very clear to the rest that buying in went into the pool. So like you were just paying into the pool. So that way there wasn't just a massive inflation every time they do one of these events, uh, which was kind of interesting. Um, but it was a double live event. There was a meerkat and a lizard that were terrorizing upland and they had, uh, they were thieves and they, you had to follow clues to hunt them down. And so every time you found a clue, you would go to the property and we'd find a clue. You'd get a little bit of upex. Your next clue would unlock and then you have to find it. And then if you won, and I don't want to mix this up, the lizard was the first trip to JFK or like the first plane flight. So not just like clicking and, and flying the actual first flight. And then the Meerkat, which was the 25,000 buy-in was the first JFK property. And so I did win both. To be fair, I actually didn't know that I had won both. Uh, Cause the, 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 when you found, so I found the fifth one. So I'll walk a little bit through it. So, for everyone who knows the fan server that we run, I had two channels. So I had the, the, the Marvin and the, the Lecter, I think, Lecter the Lizard um, channels. And the thing is, like, so I was posting every time that I had one of the, the things, the clues, we'd put it in there. We'd discuss it. I think it's really important. I'm terrible at these clue games historically. I've never figured any of them out. Like, I don't get it. I, I've not... They've never clicked for me, but after talking actually with Mr. Monopoly on a couple of them, we realized you just have to think simple. They actually make them. If you, if you try and get too fancy, you miss, you kind of miss it. So, and actually I should have actually kept the, the clues up here, but so we were going through, um, the lizard one was, was chugging along pretty well. I think there was, uh, one round, uh, like Dreamcast, it was a, an event that's held at the stadium. There's also some confusion on whether or not they could, the treasures could spawn on unminted properties. But after you found like the first couple, and then you realize, wow, this is going to end super quick. But then the unminted properties meant that you had to send your explorer close and then float over because they were pretty large too. Um, that's where paying for a send direction would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's interesting because that was definitely a frustrating element for me. Um, and again, people, I bought, so the two, I did buy two properties during this event in order to, to jump myself, which again, that's part of the game. I didn't know that the treasure was there. Um, I have done this in past events and bought properties to, use free sends and been completely wrong. Um, on this one, um, I did get pretty lucky. There was uh, one of the convention centers. Um, and then that, then the last one, which is a lizard one. If you went through the clues, at least to me. And so I go, people want to know what was, what's your advantage is I play upland every single day. I talk about upland every single day. So when the last one had telegraphs, and a picture of a hill, I immediately knew that it was going to be one telegraph hill, which is a property that I check every single day to see if it's available to buy because it's an iconic that is not released. And it used and to it's be a one. way back in the day, just FYI. 
Oh, really? Yeah. When was that written? Oh, my God. That Way was back open? in the day, you young kids. <laughs> and then it got, because I, I know there was, apparently there was an issue with some of the larger properties. And so a lot of them got taken off the market. I do. I remember hearing about that. I didn't know that that was one of them. So again, Telegraph Hill, I went there. I actually thought Brett had won. So I wish I would have recorded it because Brett went right across Telegraph Hill and he actually posted it like later and there was a bit of confusion. <laughs> so this is actually, so I was talking to him really kind of a funny story. He ran out of scent. So he was going for the same. And I was like, I saw him over. He knew the Dreamcast, the, the Comcast, the convention center, right? One anyway. So he was trying to send there. He ran out of scent. He sends his Explorer back to, to his property in Telegraph Hill to pick up an airplane to get more send and happens to float over Telegraph Hill and gets the last briefcase. Now he hadn't unlocked that. He hadn't got treasure number four. So he had four or five. He didn't have number four, which again, I go, they probably shouldn't have had it so that you could get the treasures without unlocking the, the hint. But anyway, that's what happened. I actually thought he had won. So I had messaged him. I was like, cool, congrats. And I started doing the, the Marvin hunt aggressively, which had stalled at like, uh, actually it installed on the last one. It was the Paris one. Everyone's jumping around. I was at like Paris bridal. I was buying, I was like jumping everywhere. had no idea. Um, and then like five minutes into that, like I get a pop-up that's like, you won the first trip to whatever. And I'm like, what the hell just happened here? So a bit of confusion on that because it's not instant. And then I just happened to, I was like, Oh, simple life, Paris, Paris Hilton. I was like, cool. So I just started jumping around to Hilton um, and found a big Hilton property that kind of met the description, bought a property next to it, started sending it, got it, Bob, your uncle. Um, very exciting. Uh, but honestly, it had nothing to do with the number of properties that didn't help me. I did have to buy a couple properties, which was probably 100000 I probably spent 100000 on properties for the two. The one was pretty expensive. Um, but you easily could have, I mean, the, the having numerous properties didn't really help me that much at all. It's all about, for those, you have to just solve the clues. And, yeah. So, that's, so that's that. You got the first flight in Upland, and you get the first New York City property. And even if you didn't win the first New York City property, I don't think it would have been long before you acquired that first property in New York City. <laughs> Well, I do, I do have a propensity for the Genesis. So I got the Genesis property. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do feel, you know, it's, it, it's honestly, it's, it's a little mixed. Like it's really the first major thing I've won. I've really gone hard after some things like the Genesis property, which I didn't win. Um, and I, I got secondhand, um, fair market, <laughs> very fair market for that, from that player. And, um, you know, I've not really won anything and I, I work really hard at these events. So I appreciate, I got a lot of love, a little bit of, uh, probably some detractors, but it, it is bittersweet because I do appreciate the fact that there's a lot of other players that are working really hard, um, at, at this game. And I hope that there's other things that you can win. I've always tried to do my part. Um, with, I've, the UFA thing with the cards, which again, I had planned 
as soon as I heard about it, I started planning it um, uh, as a giveaway. Um, I wasn't really expecting to win one, let alone both of the events. Um, but it was definitely an exciting moment for me um, as a player. Cause I mean, that's at the end of the day, as much as vocal as I am, as many channels as I'm at, as much content as I put out, I'm not an upland team member. I'm a player just like all of you listeners. So um, it was a really, really big moment for me. And I was, I'm pretty excited about it. Did you partake in this uh, event, Dan or, or Dizzy? Um... No, I, I unfortunately didn't. I know some of the events have been uh, kind of uh, teased a little earlier than others. Uh, I know this one had a little lead time to it, um, but with the work schedule, I just knew I would have to pass on this one. Yeah, it, it was quick. It went pretty quick, even though it was a 48-hour thing. It went pretty quick. But TML does get his property on Friday, August 7th at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, which all of a sudden at that point in time, it puts the, what are they calling that, the uh, countdown? No, so the countdown's going live at 9.30 a.m. Oh, okay. Oh. They, they changed it, yeah. So 9.30 a.m. tomorrow, I think Eden posted it in, in the gen chat. Um, that's going live because honestly, like, I, I'll be, I mean, Dizzy, you probably know the process. I, I've not been through the process of actually getting a property. <laughs> so I go, I, they have to like coordinate it. Cause I'm, I'm assuming they like move your explorer there and do something. Um, I don't know what that process looks like yet. Um, so I think it's around that time, but it's still subject like lock down the time, but yeah, it should be nine 30. PST, 9.30 a.m. PST. Let's see if I can pull up on chat. And then you've got the flight, too. Is that right? I mean, uh, is it going to be kind of like the fireworks show or, you know, those turtles and you no, so, 7.47 or something? Or? Yeah, so that actually happened on Friday, um, oh. the first flight, which was super cool. So they unlocked all of the the airport mechanics, which, again, that's another area where I know some people are, you know, a, a little unsure about still. So each property has a limited number of sends now. Um, and then there's the terminals and then you can buy the ticket for like 2,300 upbacks um, to go to New York. Um, and so, yeah, I got to fly, I got to do the first flight. So I got to see the, the little cinematic and sit there and watch a, an airplane for 45 minutes. I didn't realize it was going to be such a long flight. I go, well, <laughs> I guess I'm not playing upland for another 45 minutes. Um, no, no more treasure hunting or anything. So really cool mechanics. Um, yeah, it was a really fun event. And then I got, I'm not going to lie, probably my, my thing that I'm like super stoked about is, is my mile high badge of the little airplane um, on my, my character, which is a one of one um, and super, super cool. So I, I don't know. I actually asked them and I never got a response. And I don't know if they would share it even if they knew if you would be able to sell those as like decorations, because you mentioned your rings. Um, I'm again, completely speculating, but I know that they're planning on making explorers purchasable and tradable NFTs. So I would imagine that those rings will eventually be able to be sold and traded. It would be really interesting to know if the icons, once you earn them, like the badges, if those can be sold and traded. Cause that would be 
I don't know. I would definitely buy. I would 100% buy a crown. Are you kidding me? I would, You're going to take up the whole screen, like floating around upland between all your badges and colors and stacks of chips. and yeah. Right. Well, I think at some point they're going to have to have like a, an explorer designer, right? Because, I mean, already two, two badges. There's a couple of players that have two badges already. They're kind of stacked on each other. I'm imagining you go into a screen. You can like pick. Do you want your um, you want your chips? Do you want your you know the the your uh, director emblem? And then like where do you want to place your pins? Like so you can like place your pins on specific areas of your of your explorer, something like that. Like I think it's got to be a little bit more dynamic. That's the exciting thing but, too. Um, I mean. Doing exact, exactly what you're saying is having that ability to customize your Explorer and what's there, just like you have our custom block Explorers, and they're going to open up the NFT shops for it. So hopefully it's going to be able to do things like that. I don't see you being able to buy a Founders badge because it's something. You know, it, it really means something, just like you can't buy your first flight badge. So it, it's the pride. It's the, hey, I did this pride of honor thing. Yeah. No, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I mean, everything's for sale, right? Just to this, get this, is where, so. this is where TML comes out about Boy Scouts as a kid. And he was buying, you know, his little points and badges from the kids <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that was my, uh, my fire starting badge. Well, how much you want for it? 10 bucks? Deal. Deal. Can't start fires, okay. but I bought my badge. <laughs> Embarrassing, but true story. I once almost got suspended from school because there was like this free homework pass that the teacher handed out and I was caught buying them from the other students because I didn't want to do my homework. So the, the teacher cut on, she's like, I only gave out one of these. You've done this like three days in a row. Where the hell are you getting these from? And I was like, Oh, I'm buying them. And then I, <laughs> I was like the fifth grade, but a hundred percent like, Hey, cool. You earned it. Mad congrats. But if you want to make some extra money and you can put it at a shop, like, hey, why not? It's your badge. You earned the badge. You can do whatever you want with it. I want to put it on my turtle. Very true. <laughs> and what this does, <laughs> what what this does start is you have the uh, minting progress bar that's going on, and that opens up the five first bubbles, which is Midtown, Upper West Side, Lower East Side, Upper East Side, and the Village slash Chelsea, and. They've divided it into two tiers also because they have an event going on with it. Tier one is your pros and directors, and tier two is your visitors and uplanders. And basically, it's whoever buys the most properties will get uh, UPX prizes and early exclusive access to visit and buy properties in each of the bubbles when they open up. And that's going to be cool because they'll do it after the first 40% and they'll do it for 42, 44, 46, 48. And then once 50% of San Francisco's minted, all of Manhattan will be open. What do you think about that yeah. there, Dizzy? I think I got, I, I printed this out and I kind of read through it a couple times. Was it basically that once we hit that magic 40%, that's the one that everybody's looking at. Um, you said it's going to open up a certain bubble. Does the contest start over then for, all right, we're going to run it now again. And once we hit 42, whoever bought the most properties here gets to, you know, the first shot again. Any idea how that's going to function? Exactly yeah, what you I just would said. Imagine it's a reset. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, oh, like it's so tricky. Cause you have all those deals where 
you want to be first, so you're going to buy a lot of properties, but it drains your upics. Um, or do you just kind of piggyback off somebody else buying a bunch, you know, go float. But wait a second. No, I can't just necessarily float your property, can I? And start buying. Mm-mm. Now you got to. Oh, I mean, gotta... They're going to drain us. They're going to drain us. I'm going to hit that <laughs> 50 million epics tonight, TML. So let's get that thing ready. <laughs> All right. Let's get the printing press ready. Oh, geez. So that will be an interesting thing because you get first dibs in each new bubble that opens up. I don't know if they're going to tell you which bubbles open up with each percentage. So you might want to strategically play which one you're trying to strive for if they let us know ahead of time that, okay, 42% is these five boroughs or these five neighborhoods and then these five neighborhoods. So you can make your play of, I want to be the first one in this area to get these properties I'm targeting. Yeah, I would imagine they would. I think that would make sense, like they did with this one. I imagine it's already mapped out, too. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, no, it'll be... Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. And the bigger interesting thing that they dropped in this operation, Hello New York City, is the Fair Start Act. Uh, the cities in Upland will be generally categorized into three tiers according to an estimate of the real-world property value. High-end, about 15% of the low-cost properties designated. Middle-tier, about half of the low-cost. And affordable, about 75 of the low-cost. And you will be um, restricted based on your on your level. If you're a director, if you're a pro, if you're an uplander or a visitor, which will make it fair so the people that do earn a lot of UPEX are return on investment, they can't just swoop in and buy out all the cheap properties when new things open up. So it does encourage the growth of the new player. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's needed, um, but it's like a weird thing. Like I get it, but like, it'll be, it'll be interesting. A, is it the same percentage? So is it still the same 17% interest? Cause like, that's the thing, whether you buy, and we've talked about this before, whether you buy, um, 10, $1,000 properties or one $10,000 property, the interest is essentially the same, but then it's like your flip potential. But then it's like, do you really like, are they going to run events in those areas? Can treasure spawn in those areas? Like this property development affected in those areas? Like, will you not be able to like, are they, will they be flagged permanently? Like, Hey, this was a an F. What's what's the acronym? Fair Fair Start Act FSA. 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 Like this was an FSA property, and people are like, oh yeah, that's cute. How many properties do you have, and how many of those are FSA properties? Uh huh. Like it creates another level of like. Eh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see that mechanic. I do like the idea of people being able to join and buy a couple properties and have stuff in their name like that feels good because it it doesn't feel good right now like you join and it's hard to even buy one property right now yeah and i mean it it will be the limited amount of properties that are open to the directors it's going to be a first come first serve bloodbath for those properties because my belief in the long-term game it's easier to sell uh 2500 3,000 UPEX property versus a 50,000 UPEX property, 100,000 UPEX property, or a million UPEX property, your market changes. So that's why I have a lot of the lower tier properties. 
Yeah, no, and I mean, it's it's definitely, I mean, you go look at uh, players like Brett, and I think MG is adopting the strategy of, you know, multiple small transactions, and it's obviously very profitable for them. Um, so I think that that's, that's the strategy for sure. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much market there'll be for that. Cause like, I'm not, I don't want to spend a lot of money on those, especially depending on if they impose any other, I don't want to say penalty on it or restriction, or again, if it's permanently flagged as an FSA property, like, so if you had the option of paying 5,000 UPEX for an FSA property or 5,000 for essentially what's considered a premium tier property, then uh, what are you going to spend 5,000 on? Right. True. The premium tier. Like, so now, I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I think you gotta be careful too. I wonder if you're going to start seeing some of the teaming go up. So like even tonight, I've got a couple buddies. We are you know, we're trading crypto. We're looking at chain link right now. It's kind of a hot one in the industry. Um, and I'm like, Hey guys, I got to run to this, uh, upland podcast thing so i actually sent them the link to upland I think one of them actually may have signed up tonight or is looking at it um nice. but i mean hypothetically i could kind of game with them be like all right guys you're new you could go in buy them cheap and then you could sell them to me later and again i how can i put it i don't i, I wouldn't i wouldn't do that unless you had new sellers who are just there to kind of flip maybe gain some upics to get more traction in the game my fear would be you get a bunch of new people who are you know that, that just kind of want to flip and don't really care. Um, but again, they're not able to cash out. So they're still kind of invested in the game. I don't know. I just, I'm hoping it's going to go how Upland planned it to be when they release it out. And I'm sure there's a lot of research and a lot of planning that went into, all right, what are the percentages? How should we roll this out? Um, and again, I guess at the end of the day, I'm just hoping it kind of goes as expected and that there's not a lot of gaming or rigging kind of going on to the, uh, to their plans. Yeah, Alcatraz might all of a sudden get uh, very busy. I mean, that's that's kind of the first thing that popped up when I when I'd seen that or when I read that. But again, I'm I'm kind of hoping that's that doesn't happen. But and there's brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts that all kind of play the game together. And um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll find out. Yeah. So, but yeah. a lot of exciting things, and this is what we've been looking for, and we've been anticipating of the nyc release and now they've given us a more detailed roadmap per se because everybody's wanted these details and here they are before so it makes the prize a lot closer yeah okay and here's so here's the official announcement from eden on the the official server 9 45 a.m pst minting progress bar and challenge boards go live then three waves of new york city themed pinatas will drop in San Francisco at 10 a.m., 1.30 p.m., and 6 p.m. PST. All information, more information on how you can find the pinatas will come at each drop um, at 1.30 p.m. PST, gifting of the first NYC and allowing access to the Lower East Side bubble in Manhattan. Please note all other properties will still be locked and unavailable for purchase until Upland has hit is, uh, the minting threshold in San Francisco. So that was uh, tonight from Eden. I was going to give you a hard time, TML, because I know from an earlier podcast, you had kind of said, 
you know, you guys can say what you want. I'm all in on San Francisco. I might dabble a little bit here and there in New York. And <laughs> no, man, I know how you're going to roll. You're going to, you know, buy every one this, one that. <laughs> Again, I know you're getting that, that cool uh, double on the property and everything, but I, I heard that and I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, no, no, no. Everybody, I think we all are kind of hoping deep down we can have the discipline to do that. But, um, yeah, it's, it'll, <laughs> it'll be interesting to say the least. And this is kind of cool, too. Again, I, I kind of make fun of it. I wasn't in from the very, very beginning, but again, uh, we'll call it November of last year was still, things were way, way different. There weren't block explorers. You couldn't just randomly buy any property that was out there. There was maybe like a hundred properties you could pick from. Um, I don't know if it was like 80 to a hundred, but that was all there was. And there was no new ones until they started selling a few more. Um, so now again, you could, you could float to anything. I know there was a couple of painted ladies or crooked Lombards that were part of that kind of free for all, but um Again, I couldn't just float the map and buy wherever I wanted to. It was like, okay, you can pick from about these hundred properties. Um, you know, a few months later, now you could, you know, basically buy in any collection. You know, you could buy uh, Hyde Asbury. You could go ahead and buy Market Street. You could buy any of them freely. Um, and now that's, you know, obviously not the case. So the game's just evolved a ton, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of that uh, out in New York as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. New York's going to be cool. I'm, I'm glad that, and for the record, okay. Oh, here we go. Hey, 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 now I'm not the one <laughs> dropping stacks every other week. Now I, I had my fun. I got my, my nest egg. I'm San Francisco for the record. I don't actually like the, the, the RL city of San Francisco, but the upland version of San Francisco is my home. Will I buy some, um, address number ones, a hundred percent. Will I try and figure out where the next painted ladies equivalent in New York is? 100%. Turtle Cove. I'll probably buy some properties there, but honestly, like I'm, there's a couple other players that I know are waiting with big time wallets to come into New York and show us San Francisco, um, uplanders, how it's done. I will let others come in and, and rule New York. Um, I'm very happy with my place in San Francisco. I will obviously, I don't know. Uh, do we talk budgets? I'd say a million up X is probably my limit. Honestly, like maybe 2 million up X for New York. Like I'm not, I'm not going to buy a bunch of big stuff there. Like that's not, uh, it's not, not it for me. So what are you until, you, until there's a tchotchke, until there's a big ring, until you get the gold, <laughs> gold studded turtle. That's like the top well, prize for Turtle Cove. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, two, did you buy the, the first flight one? The 3000, the last thing? I'm guessing you didn't because I didn't see your numbers jump up. So I don't. Did you see the thing they had the first flight, like the rings, like the Genesis rings? Oh, I, was, yeah. I didn't find out about that. I think until uh, I think it was today or yesterday. I was doing uh, just some kind of quick checking in on Twitter as far as what are the you know the latest and greatest. Be ready for this podcast tonight, and uh, I didn't even know that was out there. So no. So what are your plans for New York, there, Dizzy? Um. I'll be honest. I uh, again in the industry I work in, I probably should New York know New York a lot better than I do. I don't know uh, know the streets and know all the upper and lower boroughs and Brooklyn and Manhattan and what's good, what's bad, what's you know maybe a little riskier. Um, so I've got a little bit more uh, research to do there. 
but just like San Francisco, it is kind of cool. Again, for me, when I went and bought, I don't know, those 40 properties in Parkside as randomly, I was like, oh, those homes are kind of cool. And the properties seem like they're reasonably priced. I'm sure that might happen in New York where, hey, the design of that uh, condo looks cool or there's a park there or something. Um, whereas I know, I think a lot of you have talked with or know people who are like, hey, no, I, I know this address. I, I went to a bar there or you know, it's something on Wall Street where they have ties to it. Um, long story short, I just got to get a lot more familiar with the properties and I'm sure in the next, oh, 48 to 72 hours, will be a lot of, uh, a lot of digging through. I think that's what a lot of people are doing. It just really depends because it's, there's so many niches that you can get into and speculating on collections, speculating on the hot neighborhoods. It's going to be fun, but it's going to be vanilla. And we did run a poll on the UpX podcast, Twitter, and everybody's looking forward to property development more than NYC, but that doesn't mean the people that have loading up their bank accounts and buying that UPEX for that New York City launch too. So it'll be fun, and I think there's going to be some deep discounts in San Francisco as people try to get liquid too. Yeah, yeah very true. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Some some fire sales coming in. So it's been a pretty good show. We're just over an hour. I don't know how we can talk about a game for over an hour each and every week, but it seems to happen that way. Dan, do you have, or I got to edit this stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Um, That's okay. Dizzy, do you have uh, any plugs or anything else you want to say to our listeners this week? Uh, again, just enjoy the game. Whether you're, you, know, you think you're a big fish, small fish, we've all, we all started small. We all started somewhere. Um, just enjoy it. Download the app, tell your friends. The next thing you know, like I said, you're, you're going to join an event. You're going to hit your first treasure hunt. You're going to buy your first property. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Um, I think as others, I think Jim juice had, had talked about too. I did a little bit of due diligence on the team. The, the research team is phenomenal. Uh, the development guys are top class. I mean, and Dirk himself, I didn't, they're very, very bright. Again, I, I'm, I'm all in on kind of what they're doing. Um, I know they're getting a lot of support from venture capital, um, again, I, I think it's a great game. So if you, I guess, parting words would be, if you're looking to get into a game that's fun and one that should probably have, uh, a long-term, uh, road ahead of it, I think Upland will be the game for you. And what's your wife's blog again that we all need to go check out? <laughs> there you go. I think on Instagram, she's too much character blog. And then her uh, website is www.toomuchcharacter.com. Uh, too much character is something basically her father had said as a kid, uh, if she didn't want to do certain, you know, she was in swimming If she didn't want to do like the breaststroke or some kind of a butterfly or whatever, or just didn't want to go out and shovel. Her father was like, it builds character. So uh, I think her rebuttal was a dad. I've got too much character. And that's kind of where that came from. So, um, but yeah, that's her blog. Um, your, your wife might even enjoy it. It has a lot of things on there about postpartum anxiety and, and just basically kind of, it's, it's more of the real life this is how you're a mom versus the glamorous Instagram. Look at me. I'm shopping in my high heels and I've got lipstick on. It's no, I've got mascara running down my face and I've got toddlers, you know, punching me or something. like that. So <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's half, half serious, half humorous. Uh, go check it out. I'll definitely have her check yeah. that out. Thank me later. What do you got for our listeners tonight? Well, I got I got nothing. Hopefully you enjoyed our show. I know I went on a couple of rants tonight, but uh, just uh, yeah, enjoy. I'm I'm looking forward to New York. I think it's going to be a fun experience. I can't wait to see all you guys come out. Join um, the the Discord fan server 
There's also a thing, I'm going to keep putting hints on it. There is a big project that I'm working on. So if you're not familiar with Upland Fan Art, um, which is on Atomic Hub, we actually, so on the Atomic Hub site, there's a search and it's by popularity. We are now higher than gpk.tops in that search. It goes like blockchain heroes, some other random thing, um, maybe one other, oh, uh, Wizards game, and then Upland Fan Art. So we are growing very quickly. We have a wide range of artists, and there's going to be a huge event um, that's going to be over the course of probably months um, that's going to be super fun and interactive, and it's going to take, uh, you know, kind of our own fan fiction turn on uh, Upland Lure, and there's going to be prizes and um, some role-playing and all kinds of really cool stuff. So keep keep an eye and an ear out for that because – we got a, a lot of people working on some cool stuff for that. Outstanding. And always check out Upland Guru. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> not, Upland.guru. <laughs> I got your back on that. Um, <laughs> we do have a contest right now. Uh, about 15 years ago, I was involved in a music label, and I got one of the artists we had on that label uh, writing a rap to our opening music. But if you're out there, and you think you can write a better rap than this guy, go ahead. I can get you the full beat for it. Uh, write your rap for the Upex podcast, and uh, we'll put you up against uh, the rapper that I know, and uh, the winner will get an Upland T-shirt. Um, and I'll give in, I know, thank me later's putting one of his up. I'll put one of mine up. We got these from being part of the UCN. So that is the new contest. I'll give it about a month, so... We'll go to the end of August to have your raps wrote for the Upland podcast intro. And uh, also, uh, we did have one one hot topic question. Well, wait, so you got to call out Mars, Utah, because Mars, Utah was thrown down the gauntlet. So I, I can't wait to hear Mars, Utah. This is super cool. This rap battle, you get to battle against a real rapper with the potential to win a shirt. And if you win, we'll use your rap. Yeah. So... I hope people do this because it's going to be super fun. Well, Mars Utah was a frontman and a rapper for a while. Um, so, oh, oh, yeah. so he's not he's not a he's not just like no, like a poser. He's legitimate. He's, he's legit, and then uh, and then he transitioned into rock. So uh, I'm looking forward to see Mars Utah's Ooh. work. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But anybody can throw their hand on it. Hit me up in the DMs on Discord. Um, or you can hit me up on Twitter. Dizzy, also. Can we can we count you in on this? I, 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 I you got it, man. Man, too stupid of the connections yeah. there. Wow, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. When are we getting Snoop Dogg on the podcast? Eh? Uh, Come I on, hook it up. Uh, okay, I did. So this was back in 2007 when the Cupid Shuffle uh-huh. was the number one song in America. He was in our garage studio recording a song with us. So the number one artist in America. What? I'll I'll forward you guys the tracks if you guys want to hear it. Uh, I'll forward you the track to it. But we actually had Cupid yeah. from the Cupid Shuffle in our uh, hangar oh. studio recording a track when he had the number one song in America. That's awesome. That's dope. And I got pictures too. I got pictures too. That's legit. <laughs> uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, create a 
uh, create a review for the podcast. Um, we'll be looking for that. And then the hot question of the night did come from Nishirin. He wanted to know if I had any hot sisters. And uh, once he finds out her name, he'll answer his other questions. So, yes, I have a hot sister. Her name is Too Smart to F you. So let me know how that works out for you, buddy. <laughs> Oh, shout out to our boy Nishan. Always keeping it interesting. All right, everybody. Thank you for li- <laughs> listening. We'll talk to you next week.